You're listening to It's a Beautiful Influence with Allison and Krista. What the? No, I didn't cuss. I just said something you wouldn't like to hear. Welcome to the podcast where we encourage you to live boldly, speak freely, and take action. Staying alive. How to support local small business through the shutdowns. I wanted to play that song in the background. <laughs> I really did. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, uh, I actually tried to come up with this title for this podcast and mine was really boring. So, you know, we went with Allison's. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, this is the time guys. We got to like, you know, it's, it's the time to try to keep your small business alive and um, really, we want to talk about the importance of small businesses, too, and the impact that they have on the United States. Yeah, I think, I mean, people have been really waking up through this whole crisis or mm-hmm. pandemic or recession or whatever you want to call this. But in 2020, I feel like people have been really waking up to how important small businesses are to our community and our economy. And then also just of being more aware of how they can actually support them. So, mm-hmm. um, but before you, um, we get into that, let's talk a little bit about why small businesses are so important. First of all, um, I didn't even put this in here, but when you're supporting a small business, you know, you often get to know the owner who you're supporting. Mm-hmm. If it's a really small business for the little mm-hmm. bit larger end of small businesses, you may not ever meet the owner, but mm-hmm. if they're a local company, then so much more of every dollar you spend stays in your local economy, you know? Mm-hmm. So supporting a chain versus supporting a local business, um, much more of that money, money gets pumped back into your own economy that you live in, right? Mm-hmm. So that's really important. But also for, according to the Small Business Association, these are 2019, actually 2020 stats. So this is a, this was just published recently. Mm-hmm. Um, there were, about 32 million small businesses in the U.S. so far this year, there are, and that they employ about 61 million small mm-hmm. business uh, employees, right? That's 99.9% mm-hmm. of all businesses in the U.S. are considered a small business. Mm-hmm. So when people say small businesses are the backbone of our economy, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's literal. <laughs> it literally means it's the backbone of the economy. And now the next statistic is a little confusing because it says that 47.1% of employees in the U.S. work for a small business, but that doesn't count the tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of solopreneurs. Mm-hmm. So when somebody is self-employed and owns their own business, then that's not counted as an employee of a small business, right? right. So it's actually higher than that. And then as far as diversity goes, actually, there in 2020, there are 5.2 million self-employed minorities. So this has been a really big game changer for yeah. minorities as well. Um, and small businesses are responsible for creating 1.6 million net job gain in 2019. Mm-hmm. So that's huge. And they grow much faster and are adding jobs at a much faster rate than big businesses. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, small businesses are super important to our economy. Um, and they are absolutely creating jobs. They are helping minorities make better lives for themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's when you support small businesses, you're supporting a lot of really, really awesome things. Yeah, no. And that's really inspiring because, you know, I think people, like to live and work connected to a purpose. Mm -hmm. And when you work for small businesses, you are much more able to have that, feel that, and live that, 
You know what I mean? Versus, and, and I'm not saying big companies are bad. They have no, their place. Right. And, you know, they're, they're fantastic for a lot of things. Um, but, but it is really cool having small businesses, you know, and so many options for people to, you know, make their name. So it's oh, really cool. And it's funny. I have an interesting perspective because my first two jobs out of college were for Fortune 500 corporations. I mm-hmm. mean, they were the st- stereotypical, all-American, mm-hmm. you know, big company and I am forever grateful for the connections I made and for the amazing training I got. Like I got to go through some really cool training programs for sales mm-hmm. um, and I learned a lot. But after mm-hmm. that, I never worked for a, a big business again. I, I worked for a, um, a startup marketing company, mm-hmm. a boutique ad agency, another startup marketing company, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I've, I've worked in both situations and there's pluses and minuses both. But I like you were saying, when I worked for those small businesses, I worked way harder i was way more motivated because i knew i mean i worked hand in hand with the owner right right right. and i knew we were building this business together and i what the work i did had a much bigger impact right um than it did at the big business you know that's true yeah anyway um so if you want to support those small and local businesses especially during these hard times when some of them are really on the verge of closing down Mm -hmm. you know um there are a lot of ways you can do, of course, social media. So if you're not in a local Facebook group, find one. There's a lot of really great ones that you can join and just get some great recommendations. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for a great local Mexican restaurant or you're looking for pest control, like I had recently too, <laughs> or if you're looking for you know a, a landscaping service or mm-hmm. if you're looking for a great coffee shop, or whatever it is, uh-huh. these local Facebook groups can be a really great source to get those recommendations or just to find out if people will naturally, a lot of them have like weekly posts where businesses can post their information. Um, also checking out your local chamber of commerce. They usually have Facebook pages, Instagram pages, things like that, where they mm-hmm. are constantly promoting their members who are almost always mm-hmm. not small local businesses. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, the good old fashioned, like actually pay attention when you're driving around, right? Like mm-hmm. just look and see what's in that strip mall down the street or where, what's that banner for that new place opening up and, and things like that. Um, or there's also even like going back to social media, there's, I follow a couple of social media pages that are pages that are promoting development in their areas. Yes. And so they're constantly keeping you updated on, hey, this business is going to open here or oh, mm-hmm. hey, if you want to see a Mexican restaurant in this in this strip mall, like hey, let them know that you'd really love to find a Mexican restaurant or whatever. Like Yeah. So there's a lot of really great ways to find these businesses. Yeah, there's a lot of local pages um like you said on Instagram. I follow the food ones personally. Yeah. So I'm like this looks good. Where <laughs> yeah. can I find this? And then it shows a lot of small businesses. So yeah, it's really cool. Um, but yeah, so, you know, how can you actually support small businesses? What can you do? Because I know for me, I'm always thinking like, I always know it's a good idea, but then it's like, okay, I'm hungry. Where should I go? And I just go to what I'm used to. Right. Okay. I want coffee. Where should I go? Well, I have a gift card to Starbucks. That's what I always, I mean, and I do, but, (laughs) but you know, so, so it's making kind of like those choices where you have to actually think about it for a second. And so one of the things is shopping at farmers markets, right? Yes. That is your that is the local businesses right there. Yep. Those are, you know, most of the time um, you know, owned by a family or they're created in the city or state that you're in. Yeah. Um and you get half the time you get to talk to the owners right there. Yep. Right? Yeah, and that's I mean like you, you know, you 
you can't necessarily get all your grocery needs at a farmer's market, but you can get a heck of a lot of them. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you can, if you're able to take that time once a week or once every other week to go mm -hmm. check it out. Yeah. Like last weekend, you know, I went to my favorite farmer's market, which is been forever known as the Peoria farmer's market, but did just move to Glendale, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but the Peoria farmer's market. And there's one gentleman there, he and his wife own um, an Italian foods business mm -hmm. and they make pasta sauces is their main product and mm -hmm. I have bought from him many times I've talked directly with the owner mm -hmm. and I was like hey you know I normally make, I want to make lasagna this weekend and I normally make my own meat sauce I normally mm -hmm. make a bolognese but I want to cheat a little bit I'm like what do you recommend and so he was like well actually and he talked me through like I normally blend this one and this one and I do this and uh -huh. do you do this and like gave me tips on how to make my lasagna better I'm like that's cool is that going to happen when you walk into fries like right. no that's exactly. like exactly <laughs> no all you have is prego what are you going to do like, <laughs> so like not only did I get an amazing you know high end gourmet delicious sauce mm -hmm. that my 8 year old dies like she's like loves for mom can you say something on the side for me to dip my bread in like uh -huh. I mean she just goes nuts for this sauce mm -hmm. but then I got like cooking advice you know mm -hmm. that's awesome <laughs> I mean that, that so that's it, it's there's so many not only are you now supporting that local business but you're right. also like learning and yeah um and then the farmer's market you know oftentimes is the there's the business owner who operates the farmer's market but then there's each of the individual businesses there so you in one stop are able right. to support potentially a dozen small businesses. Right. And, and it's cool, especially when you get to hear people's stories, um, you know, and kind of understand where they came from and how they started the business and stuff like that. And um, one of my favorite farmer's markets is the Roadrunner one. Yes. And there's um, Dorota Bo Botanicals. I say botanical, but whatever. Um, but they're, um, you know, they came from another country. It's a husband and wife. Um, they're so nice. They're so genuine. You know, they, they tell you how to pair this type of olive oil with this type of meat and, you know, this type of wine and whatever. And it's so cool because, you know, I'm like, well, how did you start this? And she's like, well, I couldn't find anything I liked. And I, you know, I wanted to work on natural healing and, you know, eat wholesome foods and all this stuff. And you're like, that's a really cool purpose behind yeah. what you do, Yeah, you know? So it's it's really neat when you get to meet people and and understand again going back to that purpose where they came from why they started it and it's it's a much more meaningful experience with your food than just consuming food and not thinking about it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And then you know let's not forget that when you're buying foods that were picked that day or the day before it tastes so much better. It tastes better. It's more nutrient filled. Mm -hmm. It's lesser impact on the environment. Like mm -hmm. I mean the benefits just stack up like crazy and I love it like I have two different farmers that I go to every week at my farmer's market for various and I know what I want from each of them mm -hmm. and like I actually talk to the farmer like last week I was like oh you're out of your broccoli again my kids love your broccoli and he's like uh -huh. I know I'm so sorry he's like it was our first day at the new location I didn't know what the turnout was gonna be so I didn't want to pick too many so next week I promise I'll pick more like I mean yeah, literally talking to the farmer. Like. That's so cool. It's, it's just a different type of experience. And he's like, "But I have I, my spinach is looking really good today. Do you want to get some spinach?" And I'm, "Oh, okay, yeah." And so like, he tells me what's looking good, like right. what looked fresh that day. Like, yeah, like, it's so cool. Like you just, you know, it's just it's just a different experience. But anyway, yeah, obviously we're big fans of farmers markets. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> we love farmers markets. Uh, but you know, another one that people talk about a lot is non-chain coffee shops, right? Yes, and you've heard us talk about that. Or coffee, even coffee producers, because, mm -hmm. you know, we want to shout out our friend Brandon and Inkledew. Mm -hmm. Amazing coffee and cold brew. Yes. Definitely check them out. 
Um, but there's a lot of great producers in the, you know, a lot of great independent coffee shops. Like, yeah, I, I know it's easy. If you have a gift card, that's fine. Like I'm all about being <laughs> economical. Like, but it's but true, if yeah. you were, if you have $5 that you're going to go spend of your own money, right. Mm-hmm. At a coffee shop, like, and I know Starbucks employs people and I go to Dunkin' Donuts myself sometimes and right. like coffee bean, I love coffee bean, but like, you know, at least some of the time, right. especially in really hard times, like. Go check out that local neighborhood coffee shop. They're right. everywhere. I promise you there's one within a reasonable distance of your house. Right. They're everywhere. And once again, you get to talk to the owners. You get to talk to, hear their story. Right. They remember you. Like, yeah. <laughs> they, like, I, one of my favorite ones is currently in our neighborhood is Daily Drip, you uh-huh. know, in Glendale. And I walk in and he goes, are we doing the tiramisu latte in layers or are we doing, you know, just a cold brew today? Like, mm-hmm. like he knows my order. Like, right, right. He knows my name. He knows my order. And so do most of the staff there. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Um, and not saying you can't get that out of chain, but like, it's just, you know, like, it's just different. It's just a different experience. And, yeah. And I personally, and any coffee, most coffee connoisseurs will agree that the quality of these small batch small independent mm-hmm. shops and coffee producers is is much better yes and you know as much as they're like again they're we're not like bashing on chains or saying they're bad or anything but you know someone like starbucks has a starbucks every two miles if you're in the phoenix area you know literally on every street corner you're gonna find a starbucks and so their sustainability is a lot higher right and it's going to be a lot easier for them to stay in business yeah um as where you know if you've never heard of the Daily Drip or one of these coffee shops, you probably won't go there. Right. You know what I mean? You'll drive yep. by it every day. You won't go there because yeah. you're like, oh, well, this is what I like. Here's my regular order. And it's it's kind of uncomfortable for us to try new places because we just don't know what to expect. Right. You know, you know? Exactly. So that's where you can ask for recommendations or check out their reviews. Yep. If you're not sure about a new place that you want to try, just Google their reviews. Like, yep. you know, Union Coffee is in their local favorite. Maverick Coffee is in Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. Like all those places, you, if you just Google them, they, they all have like 500 five-star reviews so like mm-hmm. they're right. doing something right like right. you know so if you're unsure or uncomfortable of trying new things like you know definitely there you go just look up the reviews yes. yeah absolutely like we're talking very i mean i believe in supporting small business whenever you can but especially during tough times right they're they're shutting down every day there are small businesses that are closing their doors every day right now and yes. Starbucks will still be here in six months. And I've been surprised. A lot of businesses that are in high traffic areas like Scottsdale by Fashion Square Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, I've seen a lot of those ones go up for lease as well. And I'm just like, dang, that's crazy. You know, even if they are a place that has been really popular, if they can't keep their doors open, there's nothing they can do. Right. Yep, yep. Um, Yeah, and so another one here is kind of in the same category as at-home businesses, right? Mm -hmm. There's And this really does um, go into farmer's markets a lot. Um, A lot of people do orders from their, um, you know, from their home and they do deliveries and different things like that. One company that I really like, and I know we both like them, is uh, the Boyer Bakery. Yes. Their sugar cookies, they've got different Mm -hmm. kinds of cookies and cakes and stuff like that. They have like the gluten-free and the grain-free and stuff like that. Fantastic. Yep. Yes, and so they're one of the companies that um, they do it from, I think it's from their house. Yeah, I think so. And they, but they go to different coffee shops and have their cookies and pastries in coffee shops. Yeah. 
Um, and so supporting those, those at home businesses and a lot of those we find on Instagram, right? Yes. Yeah. I know. And I know one of the moms from, um, my kid's school, like she has a home business doing cakes and cupcakes out of her business for the love of cupcakes. Mm -hmm. She's amazing, Mm -hmm. but that's the same thing. Yeah. She, she doesn't have a storefront. Like she relies solely on Instagram and word of mouth to get her business, you know? Um, and there's lots of even, you know, right now mask or not, whatever, you're not going to debate that right now, but they're required for a lot of places right now. Right. And I got my masks from a small business at home. Like I didn't go and get mine from Target or Amazon or whatever. Right. I found, and she made, she made this woman like literally made them custom for me. My kids, she's a cure. Here's my 60 fabric choices. What size, well, how old are your kids? I'll size it for their face. Like, mm-hmm. and that's I, awesome. And it was, I, I paid, you know, made, yeah, sure. I could have maybe saved $2 a mask on Amazon, but right. like, I got exactly the pattern my kids wanted. I got exactly the right size for my kids. Like, right, yeah. And I supported somebody who literally lives two miles from me. Like, Yeah, that's awesome. You know, so um, at-home businesses, definitely think about those. And Etsy, um, Instagram, those mm-hmm. are a lot of – there's there's people making homemade lip balms, homemade, you know, bath bombs. There's right. people making um, – like meal prep plans are doing that home base. Like right. there's a lot of really cool home based businesses like that. Yeah. And, and kind of to that point for, there's a lot of people who think that, you know, certain businesses have gotten too big and you know, they don't do, you know, they're not ethical like they should be whatever. And that's true. So instead of trying to fight them and take them down and make them go out of business, why don't you just stop supporting them? Mm-hmm. Realistically, don't give them your money. Yeah, we are the ones. Every single person gets to choose where their money goes and if they support it or not. Yeah. And so it's like if you don't support what a company is doing, why don't you either create something better from your house or stop supporting those things? And every time we we start to transfer our support to things we believe in instead of just because this is the easiest option, right. we're going to have a lot better choices, you yep. know, because you can only have products where there's a demand. Yep. So you put your demand in the place where you want your money to go, you know? Yep. Hence, anybody that knows me will know that I have only stepped foot in Walmart to give them any of my money when I literally had zero other choice. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Walmart does not get my money. There you go. <laughs> but that's, you know, and not, not that I'm obviously, I'm me alone. I'm not hurting them, but I know I'm not alone. There are a lot of people who choose not to spend their money like that. Right. So, right. Um, and we won't spend a lot of time on this, but instead of those chain restaurants, right. Once again, not hating on chains, right. But during tough times, Small local businesses really need your help. Right. And so instead of that, instead of going to the chain you always go to, think about that neighborhood restaurant down the street, right? right. What's that burger joint down the street? Right. What's that great little Mexican place? What's that street taco place? What's that, you know, um, just pizza place that's not a chain? Like, right. whatever. There's there's independently owned locations uh, all around, everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. and... Um, so it's not that hard to find, (laughs) like if you love the menu at, you know, Cheesecake Factory, like I bet you, you can, whatever it is that you love there, I bet you, you can find a local restaurant that has something similar, you know? Um, and so if you're trying to support local and small, it's, it's really easy to find restaurants, especially that's one of the ones people always talk about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, you know, instead of going for everyday shopping like toys pet supplies clothes whatever instead of going automatically to amazon walmart target i know it's easy i know it's often cheap it's true but 
check out your local pet supply store, right? Like yeah. there's, uh, in fact, um, when I, I don't have a good one here that I know of, but so I should look harder. But like when I lived in California, like I had a little tiny local pet supply store whose food prices on the, cause I bought high quality food for my cats was the same as Target. Right. And I was supporting a local business, like right. a little, you know, family owned pet shop who I knew the owners and they knew mm-hmm. my cat's names. And when my one cat got sick, they helped me figure out different foods to get her and whatever, like, right. you know, things like that. Um, so it doesn't mean just cause it's a small local business doesn't mean it's going to be more expensive necessarily. Right. And even that little bit of a premium you sometimes pay is going to come back to you in service, in quality, right. in advice. In you know just right. goodwill of of putting more money in your local economy. <laughs> yeah, and um, no, it's really huge because you know, like you said, you don't always get that customer service from a Target from these other places, and it's not bad. You don't always need it, but at the same time, you know, they've all all of these stats have shown that most products in whether it's Target, Walmart, even Amazon, um, they are going to be the same price as most places. But they have a few items that bring you in. Yes, the that loss cheaper, leaders. The right? Loss leaders, yep. Exactly. So those items will be like, oh, it'll give you this idea like, oh, this store is way cheaper. That's why I go here. Yeah. Where realistically, that's not the case. Yep. You know, there was kind of this stereotype before where it's like, oh, like Walmart and Winco are always the cheapest. Yeah. And that's why everybody goes there. That's not true. It's not true. They yeah. have a few items yep. that are cheaper. And then there's some things, like if I, I'll go in Winco every once in a while. And there's some things that are way more expensive. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm like, wait a second, I can get this at Sprouts cheaper. Yeah. You know? And yep. it's crazy. So um, what you really have to do is go to 10 different stores to get everything on sale. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, and think about, like, even, like, there's clothing stores. There's mm-hmm. toy stores. There's, I mean, there's all kinds of stores that mm-hmm. are, you know, I don't, I know not everybody can uh, t- afford the time to go to all these different stores. Sometimes you just right. have to order online. Sometimes you just have to go to one store where you can get a bunch of things. Right. But if you are trying to support local or if you are trying to just, even if maybe once out of every five times, instead of going to Target or Walmart or wherever, right. you go try the local you know, clothing boutique, the local pet store, the local toy store, the local bookstore, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I mean, there's so many, just go drive through three different strip malls and almost Almost all of those are going to have at least five different small businesses that you could support, right? Yeah. Like dry cleaner. Um, like you're even like going to your dentist or your doctors. Like instead of going to like the big, huge practices, go to like that one person practice. Like, right. Um, if you're looking for pest control, like, you know, we just had to deal with rats. And like we got a referral that came like six different people in a Facebook group referred this one guy. And it's literally his business. And he runs it and he does the work. And mm-hmm. instead of me, I didn't go to some national pest control chain company. You know, right. I went to this guy and this guy knew his stuff. Right. And he was really good, you know. Um, but I knew I was literally directly supporting him and his family. Right, <laughs> like, right. Which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot. Of, whatever it is you're spending your money on, there's probably a small business option. Like, right. just really start thinking through that. Right, and remember that whatever choices you make to spend your money on, you are validating those ethics. You're validating, you know, um, the principles that they run their business by, which that might be great, and that might also be terrible. You right. Know? So you have to, you know, spend time thinking about that. What do I care about? What do I want to see, you know, make a change? Because we have too many people who say, you know, we need to support this, and we need to not be, um, you know, supporting these big businesses, and they have too much power. 
but they buy from it every week. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, and so you've got to really put your money where your mouth is with this kind of stuff. And that's how we are going to make a difference with our little tiny choices every single day. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's the other beauty of, of supporting small local businesses is you can have a more, a much better idea probably of, of how, how they practice their business. What are they doing in the community, mm-hmm. right? What do what do they care about, like things mm-hmm. like that? So you have a better idea of what what kind of behavior you're supporting with your money. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so that is definitely you know another reason that if you have strong opinions or want to be more involved in what's going on in in the world and in your community, supporting local small businesses is another way to really ha- know where your money's what your money is supporting. Yeah, absolutely. So we want to hear from you. We shouted out some of our favorite local small businesses here in the Phoenix area, but uh, we would love to shout out any small businesses you can share. So let us know what some of your favorites are. Thank you for listening to It's a Beautiful Influence. Did you like this episode? Please share it out and tag us when you do. Also, have you subscribed yet or left us a rating or review? We would so appreciate if you did. Be sure to tune in next week for a new episode and connect with us on Instagram at creating the letter U online. Make it a fabulous day.